Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Hour two on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. Is Dane Martinez here. Make it rain is what we look to uh, make it happen for you as we get ready for a $7 billion sporting event. $7 billion, wow. the latest numbers. Wow. Anticipation from the American Gaming Association telling us that, uh, yes, last year they uh, the survey came up with uh, just about $6 billion in bets being placed in this country. Uh, both legally and illegally, wow. uh, whether it be offshore bookies, whatever it is, office pools, whatever it is, uh, you know, it all encapsulates a seven billion dollar number on a single sporting event. Dane is mind blowing. And the fact that uh, we've got a increase or at least 10 percent of America, a little more than 10 percent of Americans here, which is 26, 27 million people, guys. All right. Of the 260 million we have here in this country, a um, little more than 10 percent says, yeah, you're damn right. I'm placing a bet. Do you get you guys computing the numbers here? Like you're like, oh, 20. That's 10 percent of the population of this country, guys, is placing a bet on Sunday. <laughs> and you want to know. Um, why it is that sports uh, investing is increasing, Dane, and it is growing in popularity. You, name me something else that 10% of the uh, population agrees upon and will be doing this Sunday. Yeah, I hear you, man. Seven I hear you. That's why, Elton. Joe, I mean, that's why we call the NFL the true religion of America, right? Yep. That's why... Mm-hmm. You know, that's why people lobby for the day after the Super Bowl to be a national holiday because no one's paying attention at work. And unfortunately, Joe, this numbers you're talking about, how much wagers is happening. Unfortunately, that's why this is also the biggest day of domestic violence in America, because half of those people are going to lose those bets and then turn to something Mm -hmm. else unfortunate. But the entire country rallies around. This is a national holiday, the pomp, the circumstance. Where else are you the next day at work talking about the damn commercials you watched? Okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it's millions of dollars for 30 seconds. Why? Because the entire nation, I'm at Super Bowl parties at times, half the time, some of the people there don't care about the game. They care about halftime show. There's something for everybody. This is truly a national event. Yep. And, uh, anytime you can get, uh, 10% 10% of this uh, population to put money down Anything. and invest on this game, betting and wagering it. Yeah, it is alive and well, folks. Uh, make no mistake about it. It continues to grow. And uh, I can tell you this, the split among those surveyed here uh, is exactly correlates to what the ma- <laughs> look at, take all the sports books, they legally, okay? And you look at the numbers and the percentages right now, and it's amazingly the way it is split on both coasts right now and everywhere in between. So America, 52% of people plan on betting the chiefs to win while 48, uh, 49% plan on the 49ers. And that is pretty much guys, the exact split down the middle of what the spread bets are (laughs) at the books guys. That's, 
It's amazing to me. That's where we are at. The only difference is the total is what has been absolutely annihilated by the betting public. That Those 26 million people who say they're betting on it, the majority of them, if not all of them, have gone ahead and placed it on the over and continue to place it on the over at 54 and a half. And of course, there's no value there anymore, guys. Uh, if you are 100% convinced that there's going to be 60 or more points scored, have at it. Be my guest. But from a uh, from a overview point here, um, the value is now going contrarian and on the under. But we all know. What do we know about the public, Dane? They like two things. Big favorites. Favorites and, and a lot of points. That's it. And That's a ton right. of points. So, so it's, what about this way, Joe? If you still like the over. If you still like the over, mm-hmm. what if you tease it at this point? You know, what if you because the point spread is right in that zone, too, right, where you could tease, say, San Fran and get over a field goal and over a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Right. So what if you like it that way and you move the line down to what, what would that be? Forty eight and a half, let's say, and then go over it. Is that a way if you still truly like the over, but you don't feel like you got the best of the number? You know, you can also manipulate the number, but I would only advocate for that if you are, you know, like you said, correlating with everything else, right? That it's going the right way that's for correct. you. It's if that is the story you're going to tell. So unfortunately, that's probably cheap. Stay on right? point. Yeah. Yep. Stay on point. It's going to cost you because, obviously, you know, and those of you right. that don't understand what teasing is it's just another way it's another tool that you can use as a better and uh and sports books don't uh, mind you doing it because the odds are obviously uh, much more in their favor you move the line six points one way or the other up or down and the payout on that is not what it would be say on a you know two team parlay right. uh, you're going to be paying uh you're going to be paying for the luxury of getting those six points but again if you didn't get in on 51 and a half and you've been kicking yourself in the ass going, Dane, I can't believe I met, I wanted 51 and a half. I, this game is definitely going over, but you're not comfortable at 54 and a half. You know, six point teaser down, but you got to find something else to correlate that with. Cause you know, teasers like only work if yeah. there's at least two teams. There's got to have Multiple, two bets. Yeah. So if that's the case, because the spread thing, <laughs> Doesn't favor a tease. That's Here, the Joe, problem. I got the alternate You know, the key numbers of seven. I got seven. the alternate totals right. up. The, the, That's right. Oh, what do you got for the alternate? But I don't think you can tease on alternate totals. I'm right. So, well, we're not teasing, I mean, right? Like, teasing would be. You're not going to pass seven together. is what I'm saying. Right. You're not right. going to be able That's to fair. get to, uh, so you know, funny. that's the problem. Yeah. But you can get it at any number you want, Joe, with the alternate. It just changes mm-hmm. your juice. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So the true total right. right now is 54 and a half, right? So if you like, uh, if you want to go over 52 instead of 54 and a half, mm-hmm. you just got to lay it at minus 130. You want it, you truly yeah. wanted it at 50? You wanted it at 50 and a half? You're like, nah, I can't spread those extra three, four points. You can get it at 50 and a half at our friends at FanDuel, minus 175. Over 48 and a half, Correct. minus 220. And so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can, there's yep. a lot of ways to manipulate it. You open the show by saying, you know, there's hundreds of ways to make bets on this one. So, yes, there is. you know, look around. Yes, there is. And uh, by the way, the tease, if you did a six-point tease and you took the total down uh, and you want to bet it over, and um, 
Also, the uh, the 49ers right now getting a point. point ahead. You can get the seven. You can get the seven, maybe seven and a half. But you got to think that if it's a high-scoring game, there's, yeah. Right. Low-scoring game, closer to the number. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Big shout out once again to uh, to my boy Drew uh, Dinkmeyer, who uh, absolutely yeah, uh, nailed it again last night, uh, taking yeah. down a uh, NBA DFS uh, DFS contest there, and uh, boom, look at that, hundred thousand uh, dollar first prize to his uh, NBA DFS team there that he put in that lineup. Congratulations! Uh, of course, uh, I hate to say it, but you know Drew is a guy that uh, sits here, comes on the show all the time, comes on the network all the sure time, provides. Uh, uh, you know, uses the optimizer all the time, you know, it's, uh, but Hey, you know, um, no reason to go ahead and do it. Not, no reason to leave money who out of the though? table. And again, right. it doesn't have to be, <laughs> That's right. yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, $5,000 entry games, guys. I mean, you know, the, the $5, $10, $3, there is plenty of value <laughs> to be able to be had and money to be had, yeah. uh, in DFS. And it, Starts by getting guys like Drew and Daily Roto and all of the tools and optimizers available to you. Um, it works, guys. This isn't Drew doesn't come on the show, Dane, and go, Well, you know, it's uh, I haven't really had any success, but I would definitely use the optimizer. Like he comes on the show and goes, Boom, here's another hundred thousand dollars I won. Here's what the optimizer told me. Here's what I did. That's that's part of the you know, talk about correlation, right? Hundred thousand dollar wins, yeah, optimizer, yeah. Not hard to put the correlation there, guys, is it? So that's – and I don't care, Dane, if it's golf, NBA. Um, and don't just matter. remember this. This came don't up yesterday, matter. Dane. I'm just going to flash this to you. Yeah, I'm just going to flash this to you here. Um, that would be a total of um, – that was yesterday, which means we are at the two-week mark, Dane, uh, till pitchers yeah, and catchers buddy. report for the New York yeah, Yankees, buddy. which means baseball – and we all know we used it how many times? I mean, the optimizer over baseball season – Correlate, Dane. Just correlate it. That's all I can say. DailyRoto.com. We're millionaires. Thank you. Are made. Okay. Are made. And like, Damn listen, it. Like, Drew. Shout, shout, yeah, really. I mean, how many times do we have to tell you? You know, that's that's what I come back to. Like, you know, we, we do the reads, yep. Joe, and it's like, if you're not doing this, you're doing it wrong. You know? And like, shout out to Drew. Also, I don't know if you know this, Joe, but um, Drew has been so successful. That he has literally mm-hmm. started his own nonprofit, okay, that like funds clean water wells in Africa. Okay, so like not okay. only is he banging it left and right, but he's then turning around and doing good work with it. Okay, now you don't okay. have to do that if you hit for hundreds of thousands, cool, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, it is so. I don't want to say it's so routine for the man because, you know, 100K is 100K. But, like, like to listen to our reads, listen to the optimizer, okay? DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. You want to be one? Get on the grid, damn it. Yes, absolutely. Do the grid, guys. Get there. Uh, have some fun doing it. And not everything has got to be on scale. Or on the grid, uh, you know. Exactly. You don't. 
need to go overboard. But it's great. Bottom line is knowledge is power, right? Give yourself every tool possible yeah, to be able up. to profit. That's what you can do. Word and up. also, it was quietly too on the um, the Kobe Bryant, um, you know, tragedy. Unfortunately, Sunday took away from uh, a bunch of headlines and a bunch of things that we normally would have talking about. But it's you know, we spent time talking about it. Show we should absolutely mention it that. Um, DraftKings made a ruling on our Bachelor in Paradise oh, really? a couple on that the won the million dollars. And yeah, and um, yeah, they they didn't give it to him, guys. They they withheld the money was, and they ruled that they did in really? fact cheat. And they didn't give an explanation. All they did was quietly, wow. Dane, contact the the person in second wow. and everyone else, obviously, in the tournament beyond that. To let them know that the money was being transferred to them. Everyone moves up a spot. So they, in fact, did not give the money. To Oh, my word, dude. So the million-dollar prize not going to to the girl. Uh, Quietly, too, Dane. Quietly, Uh um, they did that. And they didn't give an explanation. Under the cover of Kobe being Bryant. Wow. Yep. None. Now, ramifications for that, like There's I said, you know, we talked about it though. on the show. It's you have opened up that Pandora's box now. So now everybody right. who wins one of these, Dane, is going to go. OK, how many how many lineups did you have? Who did you have? What did you have? And right. if this is a common practice, it's like the, you know, like baseball, at the worst kept secrets in the world here about you know, stealing signs. Of well, course just, it is. Then how is right. that going to work now? Does Everybody dra- who wins. Exactly. Good luck, my, guys. Good luck. Yeah. Because DraftKings doesn't have the bandwidth to, to, to research every winner. You know what I mean? I think this is a yep. very slippery yep. precedent, Joe. I honestly do. Because then what? All you, I can say is, oh, these people were. That's very weird, Joe. I, I disagree with yep. this. They like. It's a very yep. slippery slope that they have just forced. They've backed themselves into a corner, in my opinion. Yep. You know, Joe, I always you. wanted to ask Drew, when we have him on on Sundays and stuff like that, one of the questions I always wanted to ask Drew is why does he think DraftKings and FanDuel set the limit at 150? Why is that the magic number, Joe? Why isn't it like 100 lineups max? 200 lineups max. Mm-hmm. Someone somewhere had to find out that, like, with a nine entry thing, right, that 150 is the number that yes. starts to give you enough coverage, right? Someone had yeah, to correct. figure that out. I'm sure they did. Yep. And I would always want to ask you yep. why is 150 the magic number that the industry has settled on? There's a reason behind it. And you know what? That reason is because they probably figured out right then and there that. That's where the collusion could actually tip the scales. That's where having too much actually, you know, um, slants people's odds. You know, there's a reason 150 Mm. is the threshold. And I'd love to hear from Drew on why he thinks 150 is the line. And it's it's all going to come down. Guys like Drew and everyone else, it's a statistical equation, guys. It's a math equation. There exactly. is obviously exactly. a mathematical edge at 151 that wouldn't have to be right. at 150. But the reason that they took the money had nothing to do with the 150. It had to do with the fact that they no, colluded the on both of their <laughs> opportunities to be able to do right. it. And yeah. that, was the, that was the problem. I, listen, even at 150, yeah. 
the chances, and this was our big issue, was the, the chances with 150 to get it right and take it home on a limited card with two games like that and not have somebody else have the exact same thing is still, it's kind of mind-blowing uh, that they did it. But the fact that they opted to say, yeah, no, this is not um, this is not the way it is that we found. They did not believe them, and they did not have to prove it. Right. And I think that's the big thing, Dan, because you and I were like, good luck yep. proving that these two in the same household exactly. uh, ended up doing it. But that's a big leap from saying, well, it looks like this because they don't share any of the same quarterbacks. Well, okay, so how hard could it be to prove that the chances of that happening is not exactly that right? That big a net. So I think that's a, a big bad leap for them unless they admitted. Yeah, to me, unless they admitted it. But wow, oh, wow. Um, quietly, they said that, yes, the uh, yeah. the company says that they have uh, contacted the uh, the second place and so on and so forth. And whoever that guy who ratted him out, which I got to believe was the guy who finished in second place. Well, congratulations. <laughs> He's $1 million richer now. Be And think of the difference between fifth and fourth. And th- I mean, that's a huge, sure. that's a sure. huge windfall for everybody that was in there. So yep. every single line, yep. uh, you know, it's a different mm-hmm. for someone, you know, we're talking about the million, right? But for someone, this is a difference between mm-hmm. uh, $500 and $2,500, you know, for someone, yes, this yes, is a difference correct. between, you know, 5G and 25G, you know, like this mm-hmm. all the way down. And so they just disqualified all their lineups. Yes. And like, that's the other thing is there's that. Probably, right. I'm sure they had a lineup that all, cashed for 50 bucks in there mm-hmm. also. I'm sure they had a lineup that cashed that's for 250 correct. in there also. So now there's also some people mm-hmm. in there that all of a sudden are getting $50 that, that, faced, that finished out of the money. And, my, and our question resident. should be is this that, is uh, very okay, slope. number one, with how quiet it was, did they come to right. a settlement with the rope? Because the ropers haven't said a damn thing, Maybe. guys. Not one word have they spoken Maybe. about this. Maybe. Was there a settlement? That's right. And did you find collusion among yeah. anybody else joining there? You didn't mention that either. And now what's your policy? Because you're going to have to investigate it Boy, every day. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly find it uh, interesting under the uh, under the radar there that decision that uh, but was made by uh, DraftKings when the lid was blown off of uh, bad DFS precedent, Joe. a bachelor bad reality couple ends up uh, hitting it because they both, according to DraftKings, is that they obviously gave themselves an unfair advantage by being in the same house and creating 300 lineups, 150 each, submitting them. And then, of course, their point of view is that of those 300 lineups, it, it's kind—it's of, very odd that they didn't share any of the same quarterbacks, players, receivers kind of thing. So that was kind of where they came from. And we all knew it. It's kind of like the Astros cheating. Yeah, we all know. Everybody knows. Yeah. But the question is, now that you've stripped it, and what I find fascinating is that the people who just lost that million dollars, we've heard nothing 
from them, guys. And now if somebody if somebody took a million dollar prize away from you that you feel you rightfully earned and did not cheat, which is what you're on record saying, why are you I, not screaming beyond screaming, Dane? If you plus your reality to Oh, unless of course there was a deal cut and there was a right. settlement uh, they decided gave half that. a million to shut the hell up. <laughs> right. Uh, they're going to be like, we're not going to give you a million, yeah, but yeah. we'll give you three quarters yep. of a million to just stay quiet. Yes. Amazing how that works, Dane, isn't it? Isn't that amazing how that works? It yes. Is. So uh, interesting. It is, Joe, but my, Very interesting. Yeah. But the thing is, like, they decided to enforce this in this time. And mm-hmm. so I believe, you know, Joe, how we talk about how inconsistent the NFL is with things like their. Uh, domestic mm-hmm. violence policy or their drug pot or whatever. I believe that DraftKings has now backed themselves into a corner where they will ultimately mm-hmm. be inconsistent in the way they enforce this. And yeah, with transparency unless, as course, big as it are... needs to be in sports investing, this could be a problem down the road. Because what happens when next week or not even next week in football, mm-hmm. in a in a basketball contest or in a golf contest, someone gets accused of this. They didn't they didn't put out like why they didn't put out what policy was broken, you know that sort of stuff. And this opens up Pandora's yep. box, Joe. Huge man, it's like not even uh, it's not even close. It's uh, it's huge, and uh, we'll see how it goes from there. They, I know that there is some talk of uh, companies going public and those types of things. And if that's right. the case, Dane, the last thing they need, the last thing they need is something to be played out by a couple of reality television stars screaming and yelling about how they got screwed. So ultimately, yep, not a peep. Going public equals Very settlement. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. I don't know. Yep. I'm just saying Definitely. my opinion. Yep. That's what we think is going on. Yep. But, uh, okay, everybody wins that way. I'm sure the guy who finished second isn't complaining either. So um, sure. we'll keep an eye on, uh, All of a on that he's moving got forward, though. $750,000 yeah. more in his balance. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if I saw that, uh, I'd be like, yo, big, uh, big Right now, withdraw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, get me out. Get me out. Uh, we did get a couple of monster uh, bets, though, uh, starting to roll in. the. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean it's uh, professional betting money, but when you start seeing some of these five- and six-figure bets that are going to start posting, Dan, it just means, uh, like Mattress Mac, we've got people with uh, more money than they know what to do with who are just simply throwing it around. So we did get um, $150,000 bets. Uh, on the Chiefs' money line at minus 125, that came in. Uh, we also uh, had a couple of 55 and $60,000 money line bets that came in on the Chiefs. Uh, but also, um, you do have a $550,000 money line bet uh, and a $200,000 money line bet laying one point for the Chiefs, but not to be outdone. You do have an awful lot of uh, now you've got a lot of these 60,000, 45,000, 50,000. Here come the 49ers on the money line, which begs the question here, Dan, because that seems to be that seems to be the big dilemma here. What do you do with such a small spread? Does it make any sense to go ahead and take the point, lay the point? Should you just stick to the money line? Like, what is the. What is the rule of thumb? And it's interesting because what we've learned from history there is that 
you know, the last thing you want to do is take the Chiefs and then, uh, you know, at one and a half and have them win by one point. And that would just or, or sure. you know, lay the one Syracuse point and they win by one point <laughs> and you don't exactly and you don't get the share in the in the problem. It would drive you absolutely crazy. But is there actually right, any right. value into doing it? And it's interesting it looks like, for the most part, when the spread is somewhere around that one-and-a-half uh, point uh, favorite and underdogs, it appears that the underdog, it's always better, uh, at least over the last, uh, the, since 2003. Don't forget, underdogs of one-and-a-half points are 42 and 36 against the number in Super Bowls. They're also 39 and 39 straight up, which is interesting, right? So if oh, you are getting the plus one-and-a-half, should you take it or should you take the money line? Um, it actually proves to be a little bit more profitable to take the point and a half in the long run because of the straight up record of 39 and 39. Right. Um, you go ahead and take the points because the same thing applies there, Dane, right? If you lose by a point, yep. how much, how aggravated yep. are you going to be that, um, that, that you didn't, uh, that you didn't do it. So um, there does, there is some data that tells us, Take the money line on the dog. You may want to lay the points if you are uh, if you're backing the Chiefs. Take the spread on the favorite, which is you know converse to what people would think, saying why would I want to lay a point? Right. But what we have learned over the uh, years and the data tells us is that if you're going to back the favorite at one point, one take the damn lay the point, and uh, ultimately in the long run you will uh, you will profit or people have profited it by laying that number. So. San Francisco, take the plus money. As far as the uh, as far as the favorites in Kansas City go, you may want to consider just laying that one or one and a half, Dane, because uh, the amount of units that have been won over the years in that, in those particular situations, it's more units means more profit means lay the one right. one and a half. And uh, Kansas City, if they're going to win, they're going to win in all likelihood by more than a point anyway. So I'm just saying there's a pretty good chance so. with these two teams. Uh, I don't think we've ever had, I got to double check, but I don't ever remember a big push situation in a Super Bowl game where the Super Bowl? there was, uh, you know what I mean? It's always seems to have been yeah, a try to get that half one way try to get that half point. Right. You know what I mean? It always seems to be that one way or the other. So, uh, and yeah. I can tell you, there's a bunch of these big six figure bets we, on Kansas City, they're lay, they're laying the one. They're laying the one and a half. They um sure. they're not going money line. They're laying the one. They're laying the one and a half. Less juice obviously means more profits. Sure. Same sit. Yeah. Same situation so with it, the underdog. Uh, it's more profitable. Yep. So it sounds like when you said it was thirty nine and thirty nine, the other one was forty two wins, right? So it sounds like that means there were three instances where. To borrow Gabe's term, the point spread did matter, right? And that's three yeah. out of like 80 of them, right? Something roughly, let's mm -hmm. say, right? So that's like about 5% right. of the time where the spread actually bangs you, you know? And so mm -hmm. if you want, yeah, so worry about the spread, lay the points. But one of the things, Joe, you also say a lot, Gabe says it a lot also, is when you take the bet, right, you split it in half. And sprinkle some with the spread mm. and some with the money line. Can you talk about how doing that kind of mitigates that risk that we're talking about here? What you mean as far as uh, on the 
for the underdog or the spread and some on the money line to split up your bets and put it on money line and with the spread. Why is that the strategy around kind of what we're talking about right now? Yeah, because simply of what the numbers, it all just comes down to the uh, to the numbers. It's almost like you're just hedging yourself in case because it's such a low number that we're not going to get anywhere near the key number of three guys. Um, You know, if you're. If you're going to take, let's say, San Francisco on the on the money line and sprinkle a little something on the spread as well, San Francisco wins. You're you're doubling your you know your joy. It's kind of a, it's kind of like that ultimate oh crap life insurance or you know that that oh crap uh, health insurance that you get. It's like nah, I don't want to think, but it's hey God, you know, knock on wood if I ever. That's kind of what that is, but. Gotcha. It, it it proves over time that it's kind of inverse there, especially with the favorites that since 2003, there have been 421 games in the NFL that have closed with a right. one point spread, Dane, right? So the favorite is covered 221 times of those. They have failed to cover 192 of those. There have been eight pushes. So straight up, that's 229, 192, right? And when you look at it yeah. from the... Units perspective, how much money, where did people make more money? Backing the money line or taking the one point? Taking the one point made the more money. So really, that's that's why you look at it. Don't argue with the math that, okay, that's enough of, I think, enough of a sample size. 421 games in the NFL since 2003 that had a one point. It tells us, listen, take the damn point, save the juice. It's more profits in the long run. Yeah. And what hey, is the difference, hey, Joe, too, Dan? What do you see in FanDuel with difference? One and a half. And what's the juice? So oh, is it minus 110? Oh. No, uh, Kansas City at the my oh, with on the spread, Kansas City minus one and a half is minus one fifteen. San Fran plus the one Ooh, and a half okay. is minus one oh five. But your straight up money line is uh Kansas City minus one twenty eight. And San Fran plus 112. I know we're going to break, Joe, but you talk about the sample size, right? The 423 games. You know what that's bigger than, Joe? That's bigger than the sample size of four games for Zion Williamson. Oh, and by the way, 14 points for Zion yesterday. Yes, very nice. Also uh, nice. And he didn't score in the first half. I didn't score in the first quarter of that game last night, which is interesting. We don't yep. have a sample yeah. size say, enough to know yet. One you just gave out, right, I'll take exactly. 423 yep. data points, though. I, me too. And I'll take the higher spread. I'll I'll lay the point because I know it's proved yeah. to be more profitable. Yep. It's that simple. Word up. It's kind of the numbers, though. people. Do it on the underdog, not on the It paper. is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. got 53 college hoops games tonight six in the nba six in the nhl we'll have some of our uh, make it rain plays uh, coming up for you but just to uh to keep along that uh, theme dane of uh super bowl what have we learned from a spread perspective uh the truth is yeah. short point spreads for the most point don't matter guys one way or the other they don't in fact 
26 of the 53 Super Bowl games, guys, have closed with a point spread of six or fewer. And in all 26, the underdog has either won outright or lost and failed to cover the spread. It's only actually affected the game, Dane. The outcome, the spread was in these under uh, under a touchdown games. Um, yeah. Super Bowl 43, the Steelers were a six and a half point favorite, and the Cardinals um, were the right. uh, where the were the ones that had covered in the game. So that's where the winner failed to cover. It's only happened once where the winner, who was the favorite, actually failed that's to cover. You know, congratulations, uh, Cardinals! You lost the game, but you you covered for P. It does not happen. And under the Super Bowl has just not been one wow. of those things where. The Super Bowl has mattered. I, I, 26 of 53, less than six. And with, that's where we're at now, Dane. It, it just has not mattered. Right, the right, favorites. Or and so they only just lost one outright. Of those and, 26 instances. That's right. One that's of those 26 instances only one has the did the six points matter. actually yep. matter. Wow. That's correct. And yep, remember the it. game you're talking just about, one. Steelers. Steelers Cardinals, if you remember that game, that was the Santonio Holmes touchdown catch at the very, very end, right? So these time, these games where you got under a touchdown, which seems to be half of them, right, um, it yep. winds up not mattering. So whatever team you like, doesn't that reinforce, Joe, just bet the money line? Yeah, and it's even crazier, Dan, when you think about it, in those 26, right, of six points or fewer in yeah. the 26 Super Bowls, underdogs have won 13, favorites have won 13, 13. and covered the spread. So it's – <laughs> and here you go, one point, one and a half. So ultimately, yeah. you know, does it make a difference if you – it's a little bit more profitable to save the juice and – Take the one point or, you know, lay the one point one way or the other, Dane. But the reality is it's not going to come into play, guys. It's just not going to come into play. It never does. And 26 times it doesn't. We usually don't see it. And you got a lot. You got a big sample size in this game for what it uh, for what it's worth. What's that? Yeah. Has the game ever closed at a pick 'em? Like, this is going to be one and a half. This is going to be a one. It's going to uh, yes. close at one or maybe yes. and a half. It has? The Super yes. Bowl has uh, closed at a pick before? I, I don't know if it was a pick or if it was. Let me uh, hold on one second. I've got the, I've got the complete list here. Is this the shortest point spread ever? I mean, last year was like a point and a half also, right? Last year was one and a half. Well, it remember so it flipped, so we actually had a reverse line movement there. Right. Yeah. Lowest, right. Uh, the zero. lowest over under was thirty three. The lowest or the okay. largest point, um, well, that was uh, largest point spread upset was the Jets Colts. Uh, points, uh, point spread push. It's happened twice. Super Bowl really? thirty one, Super Bowl thirty four. Yeah, Packers Patriots in Super Bowl thirty one and Rams Titans Super Bowl thirty four. Uh, the Packers were fourteen okay. point favorites against the Patriots, thirty five twenty one. That was the first Super Bowl in history oh, to push but, the closing line spread, and that Green Bay they they had a chance late to actually win that, and they missed a forty seven yard field goal. So there right. were people screaming and yelling. Right. And then three years later, you had the Rams won twenty three sixteen. And that was a uh, that was a push. The Rams were a seven point 
They were a seven-point favorite yeah. in the uh, the greatest on, on and turf. They were a so yard away. The smallest point. They were a yard away. One point. Yep, one point. Okay, one. Super Bowl 16 and Got Super Bowl 49. So it's 49ers Bengals, okay. uh, which I do believe was a right. absolute wipe job. Um, and then Patriots yep. Seahawks, yep. Uh, Super Bowl 49. Well, that was one point. It was a two and a half. Uh, I believe the Patriots closed as a one point favorite, but they opened as a two and a half point underdog. And Malcolm Butler, well, we all know how that one ended there, but it, it flipped there in that game. And that's it. One is your lowest Super Bowl total. So can we match that here? Is it possible you that we have get? the potential? Right. We, because you also think that San Fran money is coming so. in late, right? So that means from I one do. and a half, really it'll go do. down. Yep. So we we really yep. have an opportunity here to have the tightest point spread in Super Bowl history. Okay. Um, yep. If one yeah. is the record, right? I we could easily wind up here. This being a half a point. This could be a pick'em line mm-hmm. on Sunday, and all that means, Joe, yep. to me is. You listen to whoever you want. There are valid narratives here for Kansas City and San Francisco. So to your point, Joe, about the prop bets, establish the way you see the game is going and then find prop bets that match that narrative, okay? Because there's a lot of valid narratives out there because this game is going to be a yeah, point I or just less. Don't. Don't see it, man. I just don't see it mattering one way or the other. So give yourself, save to me, save yourself the extra juice. And if you like Kansas City, lay the point, lay the point and a half, guys. What the hell's the difference? Lay it, lay it now um, and and save yourself because it's not going to come into play. And San Francisco might as well take um, instead of taking the point, since it ain't matter, take the money line plus what? What are they now? Plus plus how much? One ten, one one fifteen. Oh, uh, 112, but yeah. 15, guys. There you go. Right. Done. Basically, There's your strategy. What they are you know telling what I mean? you. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're doing the math, right, we're at, at 54, 55, at one point, what they're telling you is 28, 27. Mm-hmm. That this is going to be a 28, 27 game. And like, and you know, then, then take those of that extra happening. points, those two-point <laughs> conversions. Right. Because it's so damn close. Joe, everyone thinks this is going to be so damn close. They're telling you 28-27. And let me tell you, Joe, if we fast forward and on Monday morning at 7.05 a.m., we're talking about a 28-27 game, I'll I'll love it. (laughs) I'll love it. That'll be awesome. Um, But you're right. The point spread probably won't matter, especially at just a point. I it's not going to guys. It's just not. So at that point, if you take that out of the equation, really your job is to maximize profits. And if you're right, put the extra money in your pocket, as opposed to uh, worrying about if you were to get, even knowing that it was six and a half Dane, that that's a big spread to going. I'm under six and a half guys. We've never, it's only happened once. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm good. Like, I am good uh, with my decision backing either Kansas City and laying the point or point and a half. San Francisco, take the money line, guys, and then watch the game, kick back, enjoy, and don't worry about it whatsoever. Uh, the real question is going to come down to, to me, the total in this game is how many points do you think are going to be scored? Uh, and if so, you know, is this going to be a close game, Dane? Is this going to be... 
28, 23, 24, something like that? Or is it going to be one-sided? There are a significant group of uh, people that continue to think this is going to be, this has got blowout written all over it, despite what the numbers are saying. Which way? Which way? (laughs) Blowout from the standpoint of one team is going to win by multiple touchdowns. Right. But what I'm saying is, I like, when you say that, like, what do you mean? Do you think San Fran's going to win by multiple touchdowns or KC's going to win by multiple touchdowns? This is so close. When you say people are going to blow out, I, I truly do not know which way you mean mm-hmm. people think it'll be a blowout. Who's blowing who out? Both I ways. I don't know. Both ways. Uh, both, both ways. There you there go. There are people so back that in Kansas to the City point, right? that abs- – which, cr- which is cracks me up. Exactly. You got Kansas City backers right. who are point. swearing it's a double-digit easy win – and then you've got right. San Francisco says that they and and really the San Francisco down. backers seem to, they love the under and they think that without a doubt right. it's a double digit Jimmy G it's a double digit win for San Francisco and that Patrick Mahomes is going to have the worst game of his career against this defense. They're backing the under and they're backing San Francisco while you've got the Kansas City guys who are going, yeah, good luck keeping up. Um, they're back in the over, and they're back in Kansas City. And that's how it seems to be correlating right now between these two. But ultimately, yeah. it's down the middle. You got those groups of people think it's a blo- It's not going to come down to a last-second field goal. It's not going to be Robbie Gould or somebody. You know what I mean? It's right, The right, game's right. over in their mind already. Well, call me contrarian because my lean, and we'll give out our official picks and stuff by the end of the week, but where I am right now, Joe, is Casey and the under. Right. I, I think it's going to be – and unders favor close games, guys. So they should be closer right. games. The problem with the over yeah. and and situations like that is the variance – yeah, it could hit the over, but it could be 42 to 8, you know, 70. It could – that's the problem with the over is that the spread gets a little – it gets a little crazy – all the less scoring means less opportunities for things to go wrong or less opportunities to see. Right. Anytime That's you have less rule. scoring, yeah. it, it's closer. It's going to be closer. Yeah. So that really is, uh, I find it fascinating where we're not all on the same page, win or lose, like Kansas City or San Francisco. I thought most of us would be like, this is going to be a close game. Maybe whoever the last, uh, the last possession wins. Like, no, you got That's a significant portion yeah. of people right now that are convinced that blowout written all over it one way or the other. And yet it's a neutral side game, almost at a pick em. The books are telling you it. this is three points at most for home field. Right. Well, listen, just like we have alternate totals, right, and we talked about those, mm-hmm. if, you are, if you have that kind of conviction on blowout, then go right ahead. There's alternate yes. spreads right. as well. You know, so... Like yes. you said at the top of the show, Joe, there's hundreds of opportunities here, okay? So we showed you alternate totals. We talked about teasing it to move it a little bit. If you believe yep. strongly that, you know, the Niners' defense is going to shut them down, whatever, then then get it at six and a half. Go ahead. You'll get, you'll get that at like plus yep. 250. And then, bang, there's your multiplier. Yep. There's your taking the day off the following Monday. Absolutely. And it's going to be um... – Listen, I hope it's a good game. All right. So because now that the point spread's yeah. not going to matter and I don't need I don't need a uh, nine point win or anything along yeah. those lines. Dan, because the winner. hardest Just thing to do winner. and what would really suck is like a team, but not co- not be confident enough for them to be able to cover the nut. You're right. There is there any worse feeling in the world going, oh, 
they're going to win, but you like them, they, win, they win by yeah. nine. Right. You know you what I mean? Worry about like, that oh. You ain't got to worry about ain't that. Ain't got to worry about it. Just got to be like? the winner. Just Who you like? That's what that's we're talking it. about. Who do you like? Yeah. And I don't know that there's a lot outside of Coleman, who we still don't know about, which I think is worth monitoring, Dane, over the next couple of days because of sure. how you're going to bet the props if the you're shoulder. backing San Francisco, right? The running the running back situation is important. Um, he still, they, they still have him as up in the air. We haven't, re- they're practicing today. I think we'll know more, but outside of him, I don't know that there's a whole lot of other question marks around the, these two teams. Oh, no, everyone's going to go. They've had two weeks rest. They have the Toradol, which is an amazing drug. Mm. And listen, Joe, earlier in the week, <laughs> Kittle talked about on a podcast that he's had a torn labrum for a year and a half. Right. And right. guess what? He's yep. going to play. You know what I mean? So Damn you'd straight. have to like yep. literally, I don't know. It would have to be weird situations. Like people will get their fingers amputated a la Ronnie Lott and still be in this game. Okay. Um, yep. But the Rocky Coaster must drop is interesting vis-a-vis the Colvin. Yep. So keep yeah. an eye on If he can't go, if, if he's not going, boy, that uh, that might have a different angle and approach than uh, from the running back committee. That's nice. Yep. Yeah. Make it rain plays next. I like SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, guys, uh, morning after coming up, uh, just a couple of minutes. Uh, Dane and I will be back uh, tomorrow breaking down the, uh, the big action, the big card here tonight, of course, uh, six in the NBA, six in the NHL, 53 here in college hoops. Taking a look at the uh, board here tonight, uh, Dane, where has your eyes yes, uh, wandered into any particular uh, realm here? Yeah, I need you to confirm it for me, Joe, but I'm loving your trend here in this stage of the college basketball season, Joe, okay? So I see it at play. I see little numbers in parentheses on the road, Joe. Uh, Number seven, Dayton. On the road to Duquesne tonight, who is 5-2 in conference at the A-10, right? And Dayton on the road is laying eight and a half points by what I see. Is that too many, Joe? But if not, Number 21, Houston, on the road in the mm-hmm. American Conference to Eastern Carolina yes. on the road laying 13, Joe. Which of these mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. think fits our trend better? Because I think both of them could be options. You with me I, or not? You know, the problem is I could see Dayton is certainly good enough uh, to win by double digits in That's that true. particular spot, which uh, yeah. which which would concern okay. me. I'm not sure East Carolina is going to be able to, uh, yeah, even even keep it um, keep it close enough. Really? I don't know that they've got enough okay. uh, firepower in order to do it. So of those two, um, I think I would Texas definitely Tech. I I would lean Houston. Yeah, I would lean Houston to be able to get okay. the job done. I'd also lean possibly the Good. under in that. Um, 
Yeah. And by the way, the favorite in that particular meeting, uh, by the way, between those two teams, 16-4-1 in the last 21 have gone to the favorite. So Houston is who I would definitely lean with there. I, I Dayton, I don't want to – I just – I can't. Like every time I think it's time to fade them – yeah, they 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 go out there and dominate, and it's like okay, not yet. I do right. like there is a team I will be fading here tonight, and that remains Shaka Smart in Texas. Um, it is an abomination uh-huh. of what they got going on down there. TCU at home, it's a short number; it's only four. I think lay it. Um, I trust TCU a hell of a lot more, by the way, uh, than I do Texas. Texas can't play a full game. And, uh, yeah, I don't trust them. So I'll back TCU at home. Give me the home team tonight going up against Texas. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Get that pad. Make it rain. Yep. Or it's blowing up.